Welcome to that Superhero Thing podcast where we discuss the latest superhero and comic book movies and TV shows. I'm your host Nick and joining me as always is my co-host Anthony. Hello. Hello, you alright? <laughs> yeah, not too bad mate, you? Yeah, I'm good, I'm excited. It's... Thor Ragnarok week. Why are yeah. you laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs> it's been one of them. We've had it. We've had a chat before the podcast. And it's, we both. Just, I think just, we're both tired and we're both like delirious. We're, yeah, we're tired. Much. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be a complete train wreck. But I'm also excited. Can I also start with a disclaimer? Go on. What? I forgot to watch it based on Loki. <laughs> I. Do you know what? I tried to watch it based. On, we're going straight to the Thor review here, but I tried to watch it based on Loki, but it. it I Thor just enjoyed it too much. <laughs> no, yeah. We'll, we'll work it. We'll figure just... it. We'll figure it out. That's what editing's for. <laughs> I can edit this to make it not completely shit, whether Fair. I do or not, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we've got quite a uh, quite a busy week this week because there is quite a bit of news to go through. We've got... I'm going to tell Anthony because Anthony doesn't know what the news is, which is which is a shocker. But <laughs> we've got Batgirl, uh, Black Adam, DC Super Pets, because, I mean, we all, we're all excited yeah. about DC Super Pets. Suicide Squad, we've got Army of the Dead news, Highlander news. I can't imagine anyone has said in a podcast for a long time, we've got Highlander news, but we've got Highlander. I'd like to say it's exclusive, but it's not. It is if you want. <laughs> it can be exclusive if you want. <laughs> we've got Doctor Strange news, Thor Love and Thunder news, What If news. The Modoc series got released this week, so talk about that a little bit. Anthony hasn't seen that. I can tell by the way he's looking at me. <laughs> We've got the Eternals trailer, which I know Anthony has seen because I sent, I have seen the, I sent him the link. And then we're going to carry on our Loki countdown with the best Thor movie, Thor Ragnarok, which we're excited to, to go through. Yeah. And then after that, we're going to be discussing your thoughts on the movie and what your favourite part of it. We've asked, a few, we've asked listeners to get in touch and we've had loads more than usual get in touch. So thank you. Thank you, everybody, for, for letting us know your thoughts. We will put timestamps in the description to let you know when we're going to talk about each bit. So if you want to skip straight to the Ragnarok review, you can. There will be spoilers pretty much from now, if we haven't already spoiled it, which is quite surprising. There'll be speculation as well, so we might spoil things. I know we always say this, but we will get it right one time. Uh, and then next week, just to let you know, we will be finishing off the Loki countdown because Loki's nearly here, the series. It's come around quite quick, it has actually, come hasn't quick, it? quick, yeah. So next week we're going to squeeze in Infinity War and Endgame into one into one podcast. So if you just set your weekend aside, because it's just going to be like six hours of waffle. But we're gonna we're gonna try it. We'll again we'll edit it down for you. Um, if you do enjoy the podcast, as we always say, please do leave us uh, a review, a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. It would be massively helpful and appreciated. It really helps us get noticed and yeah. obviously let new people find us. So, uh, news then. So, we'll start with DC News. So, Batgirl, the Hollywood reporter, reporting as they always do, have <laughs> said that Adil El Arby and Bilal Fowler have been hired to direct the movie. So, they directed Bad Boys for Life. I've not seen Bad Boys for Life. I've seen Bad Boys for I've Life. I've heard. What? <laughs> Whoa, hang on. I've not seen it. Anthony's seen it. <laughs> That's amazing. I've watched it. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, ex- is it entertaining? I mean, so, yeah. It's th- basically they've been true to the, like, the way the Bad Boys saga was. And it's. You're being it up there calling it a saga. No, no, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they've they've stayed true to kind of the originals and stuff yeah. and made it the lighthearted, stupid jokes and stuff like yeah. that. There's just a lot of old men jokes because they're a lot older now. Right, and okay. it's that kind of thing. Um, So, yes, it's good. Yeah. I didn't think it was outstanding. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know what you mean. It was yeah. entertaining. 
Yeah, yeah. It was fun, fun to watch, but you wouldn't sit there and go, wow, it's going to be like Oscar nominated or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, fair play. Well, they're, they're directing it anyway. If, it, if it's, maybe it will go down a bit more of a comedy route because I don't feel like apart from Shazam, anything in the DC is really had no. much comedy, but I suppose Batgirl's an opportunity. I just think it's good that we've actually got somebody attached to it because it seems like it's been in the works for years because yeah, yeah. Joss Whedon was attached to it originally, wasn't he? I think so. And then obviously yeah. <laughs> Joss Whedon's not going to be attached to anything for a while. <laughs> uh, Black Adam news. The Rock has shared a sneak peek of himself as Black Adam. You seen the picture? No, I haven't. No, shocking. I'm going to say that all the way through. <laughs> uh, so he's released the picture anyway. You don't really see much. It's basically just him in a cape, and it's it's really dark. To be fair, so the whole. I mean, he is called Black Adam. The, <laughs> I'd expect it to be the, pretty dark. <laughs> Not like bright yellow or something like that. No. Well, it's a, no, I mean the picture's dark. I don't mean the suit's <laughs> dark. <laughs> see, if you'd seen it, we wouldn't have this problem. But it, it looks, you know, it looks interesting. Be, again, it's just good that it's moving forward because it feels like another film that's just been in limbo for ages and yeah. nothing's been happening with it. So the fact that he's like in costume now. And it's to be forward. fair, though, most films have been in limbo for so long because of one thing. Yeah, or but it does feel like most of the DC films have been talked about for for years. That's because Warner Brothers can't make a friggin' decision. I know. Yeah, couldn't organize a piss up in a brewery, as we <laughs> call it, as we say. Uh, but something that we are getting, which seems to be moving much quicker than anything else, is DC's League of Super Pets. Okay. Which I don't know if I'm excited for. I don't think I am, but I kind of am. Deadline is reporting that The Rock is going to be voicing Crypto the Super... Su- Crypto the Super Dog? Or Super Dog? You know who Crypto is, don't you? He's Superman's dog. Well, I-, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, the name Crypto to, from Kryptonite, I'd kind of... Kind of gives it away yeah, yeah. a little bit. So this is coming... <laughs> May 2022 and okay. Deadline is saying that Warner Brothers execs aren't really impressed with what they've seen so far so they're trying to push it push it forward as quickly I mean, as possible I'm it not taking really, that as gospel yeah, to be it doesn't honest really fa- I mean I, be- I believe Deadline Warner Brothers don't... were happy with Justice League before that came out exactly. and look how that turned and they're out, still so. trying to push it with trailers now <laughs> they still think it's good I know <laughs> yeah it's going to be an absolute train wreck it's going to be awful in that case isn't it uh, Suicide Squad or The Suicide Squad news James Gunn has done an interview this week with uh, the Associated Press yeah and I thought it was quite interesting he said that the Suicide Squad movie has got the biggest action scene he's ever done Okay. It's four minutes long and it revolves completely around Harley Quinn and Margot Robbie's done like most of her own stunts for it, which is good. Which is I good love in itself. Margot Robbie, you know, she's boss, isn't she? She is. But then I'm just like, how big is it? Gonna, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, both of them had some pretty good, well, pretty big action scenes in them all the yeah. way through. So if this, if he's saying this is the biggest one he's ever done, yeah, it's got to be pretty big. It's got to be pretty good. I'm assuming it's going to be involve that Starro monster. Yeah, probably. Monster. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the Suicide Squad. Anyway. I mean, it's I'm, probably the only I actually DC film I am. rewatched um, what was the last Harley Quinn film? Birds of Prey. I was going to say Birds of a Feather, and I knew that was wrong. I was Pauline and Sharon, Doreen. But but like even that, like you know, sitting back and watching that again, um, I really enjoyed all of the action scenes in that. It wasn't a great film, though, it, was it? it but it, it it was entertaining again. Yeah, I suppose. And I think, I think had Margot Robbie not been Harley Quinn in it, it probably would have had a different, completely different outlook on it. But I think well, she made been, the film. Yeah, yeah. I think if it wasn't for her, it would have been. I mean, I didn't enjoy it. I can remember it kind of. I actually quite liked the fight scene at the end in the like House of Horror. 
yeah. thing, you know, no, the, the know mean, clans yeah. and all that. I quite liked it. I thought it was yeah, I think, something I think different, I've... and I liked the girl power aspect of it. Yeah. The fact that it was, you know, the four or five women just kicking ass. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I can't. I think I kind of. I'd say I probably enjoyed it, but again, it's one of them, isn't it? It's not a. Yeah. It's not a good film. No. It's like Suicide Squad. We went to watch the first Suicide Squad at the cinema, didn't we? <clears throat> yeah. And we came out thinking. That was really entertaining, but wow, what a bad, what a bad film! How can you be entertained so much by something that's clearly terrible? That was mainly but, because forty-five minutes after meeting each other, they're all like, "We're family." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 we're family. Like Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Uh, non DC news then, or Marvel news. We've got Powerpuff Girls news, as we said. So Deadline again. Deadline been <clears throat> busy this week. All my articles, or most of my articles, are Deadline. Deadline's reporting that after seeing the pilot episode. <laughs> The CW have asked for it to be reworked. Have you read any of the script? I've read parts of the script. I've read parts great. of the script and it sounds absolutely horrendous. The one thing I did like from the script is that they make a comment about the fact that their dad, the professor, yeah, um, gave basically the story away to be made into a cartoon. Oh, did it really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, Very meta in, then. in this world, it's basically that they created the Powerpuff Girls as a kids program. Yeah, based on based on them. On them. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I quite like that. Yeah, I kind of like that. But I, I also agreed with the fact that if Powerpuff Girls has been running, I mean that that was running when I was a kid. Yeah. And what the Powerpuff, was, we we know the Powerpuff Girls by now. No, no, no. What I mean <laughs> is, real, like, but... it's it's been it's because it it ran for quite a long time, yeah. and there are still, still episodes get aired on, yeah, yeah. on Cartoon Network and stuff, aimed at ten year olds. So when they hear about this film coming out, and then you see what's actually in this film, oh really? Like it sounded like it was going to be at minimum a fifteen. See, I've read that. I mean, I've read bits, but nothing There's, that made it sound graphic to me or anything. They like talk. That. They're talking about meth addicts. One of the Powerpuff really? Girls has been an addict in it. At the minute, like that's that's what was in the original script. Um, there's one of them talking about sex all the time. Like it's it's very very adult. Yeah, it's not. I, I don't think it's anything like I was expecting. See, I read that it was. So the scene, but I did see that someone called Jojo was in the script, and I thought, is it Mojo Jojo? It's his son. <laughs> oh, is it's it supposed to be Mojo Jojo's son? The bit of the script I read said <clears> the <throat> blossom had killed Mojo Jojo. Oh right, which again, okay. it's quite dark. I mean, yeah, but. I'd I'd forgive something like that, but talking about going into drugs and yeah, you know the sex and all of that kind of stuff, and they're very much pushing on one of them being a lesbian, and it's like, and I've got obviously no <laughs> most obvious person <laughs> on the planet, I've got no problem with that at all, but again, it's I I mean it in it's quite adult in how they talk about it yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I just. From what I saw from the script, I was like, how have they even thought that that would be a good idea? Mm. I think they probably just thought... Unless they're, unless they're trying to direct it to the people that watched it when it first came out. Potentially. So they're like the people that are my age that are in their 30s now that are going... Well, I think that's the best, I think that's the best idea for something like that, to yeah. be fair. Because it's, it's but I don't on... think you can call it the Powerpuff Girls if that's the case. You should... Obviously, you can't change the name completely or, or anything, but you like... You change it to a degree to make it still... Yeah. Still to kind of segregate it that little bit from what the kids watch. I don't know, but yeah. well, we'll see. We'll see. I think it's good that they haven't. I mean, I thought if the, C, if the CW are saying no, it must be. It's it must be pretty crap. I think but I then, read about five different pages altogether. Really? Yeah, I was just looking at people's Twitter feeds because they'd all screenshot yeah. different ones, and 
It just looked quite... I think it's a good sign that they're not just... Because I think they could have just put out... With it being the name Powerpuff Girls, they could have just put it out and it would have got watched. Yeah. So the fact that they've, they've thought, actually, let's put something a little bit better quality out, it's it's pretty decent. They're yeah, not just yeah. putting out any rubbish. Uh, Army of the Dead news. So we did our bonus episode on Army of the Dead this week. If you're not listening to that, you can find that wherever wherever the where you listen to the podcast. Um, comicbookmovie.com and its sister site, Anim- Anime Mojo have basically said that Zack Snyder has said that he would make a sequel in a second, so he's well up for making a sequel, which I think was pretty obvious from yeah from the movie. But also Netflix has announced that there's an event going to happen, like a, a like digital online event from the 7th to the 9th of June called Geeked Week, and it's going to have like first looks at numerous Netflix projects, but they've said that there's something Army of the Dead related. They've not said what it is, okay. but they've just said there's something Army of the Dead related. So- so on this as well, because I've seen a report about this as well. And it's about people questioning it. <clears throat> yeah. And they're questioning their, you know, when they, again, spoilers to just watch yourselves. But when they said about the um, the bodies that they found and they said, it is it like, it could be us. Yes. There's more of a link to the fact that this could be a recurring thing that they've, it's not the first time they've tried. Oh, and one of the things so that's on like there, in one of the body, on one of the bodies, you know, you see the, the necklace that matches um, one of the girls with the key on it. Yeah, yeah. The one that's dead on the floor has got three loops on the top of the key. Hair one has got four. Oh. So they're thinking uh, that this could be the fourth time that they've gone through it. Oh, that'd be good. So there's like there's that loads of little things. A lot more. I mean, with like interesting. The, again, yeah. spoilers with like the robot zombies and yeah, all that sort yeah. of stuff. It makes it okay. That's just got a lot more interesting to be fair. So well, I'm hopefully... quite intrigued if that if that you know if that is genuinely a thing because that that seems like a very intricate detail to make sure is in there. Yeah. So even with like because we were talking about the fact that they're doing a prequel with Data and it's yeah. Army of Army of Thieves instead. Yeah. That seems still like quite a random thing to make a prequel to. So maybe yeah. that's going to tie into somehow the fact when, that there's when I saw that as well. The next thing that I remembered was one of the lines when he said about. I shot her three times and then someone corrected him and said, no, it was four. Yes. And then so I'm thinking again, where, where Could be. is that? And there were also three rifles in the um, vault that shows that he's made it into the vault before. Weather? Yeah. Okay. We should have done all this on the I know, I know, I know. Podcast. But I've just found all of this stuff <laughs> no, out that, that's I've, good. that I've missed. Well, so well, as soon it's as it making gets, it more As soon as it gets announced, obviously, even though it's not comic book related as we talked about in the last episode, <laughs> It is, he'll do. Uh, we'll we'll definitely cover it. Uh, something else is not particularly ha- combat related, but I thought it was really interesting. Highlander. So Deadline, again, because that they're all over everything this week. They're reporting that Lionsgate are rebooting Highlander with the John Wick director, Chad Chahelski, uh, helm of the project. And they've also said that Henry Cavill is in final talk. I've to take seen on the a fan poster of him as Highlander. Is it, is it the one where they've taken the Witcher poster? Yeah, poster pretty much. Yeah. However... Shocker. What? I've never, never seen, seen Highlander. Highlander. It's good. I mean, I've not seen it for years. But Mel, it's, Mel Gibson, yeah. No. no. Christopher Lambert. I'm getting mixed up. No. You're thinking Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> Braveheart and or Mad Max. No, hey, it's not Mel Gibson. It's not Mel okay. Gibson. Should we edit that out? No. Let's leave that in. <laughs> Christopher Lambert. I had to think a minute. Christopher Lambert and Sean Connery. Good movie. It's, it's, do you know what? It's not comic book related, but he basically is a superhero. Do you know what I mean? Okay. He can't. It, he can't. He can't die. So there's loads of them. There's loads of these Highlanders, and they're they're all immortals. But there's only a certain number of them, and 
as they kill each other, they get the power from the other yeah. one. So whoever's left gets more powerful. And the oh, tagline okay. is there can be only one. So it's it, they're all trying to kill each other to become the most powerful one and the only one who's the only one who's left, basically. Right. Okay. Good, you know, decent. They went a bit downhill quite quickly. But <laughs> I think there's like 12 of them or something ridiculous like that. Is that? No, probably three or four. Didn't but they do a series? I think they did do a series, yeah. But I don't think that was... I don't. We're digressing loads in this episode. I don't think it was supposed to be the guy from the movie. I think it was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be like canon in any cousin way. or something. No, I think it was oh. related, but it's an, he's <laughs> it's just another. Ha- well, yeah, because they're. All, I think they are to a degree related. All oh, right. But okay. He's. He, it's. It's. N- he's basically not the guy from the movie. He's like another, right. another Highlander. Uh, but yeah, I think that'll be that'll be decent. I think years ago there was talk that Ryan Reynolds was going to be it. Was going to be it in a reboot, which would have been a completely different. Film, yeah. clearly but you know it would have been, been good uh, last bit of uh, non-Marvel or DC news we talked about it a couple of weeks ago uh, The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt that's coming to Amazon Prime in July the full trailer just dropped this afternoon I know we haven't seen this one on it's alright I've only just watched it before I don't remember it this. so it's the one where there's a war going on in the future and they bring people from yes day, I remember you saying about it now, yeah. and Chris so, Pratt's in it yeah Chris Pratt's in it yeah. I love Chris Pratt to be fair the, the trailer the full trailer doesn't really give much away doesn't we basically it? see that Chris Pratt is a teacher who ends up, ends up getting drafted to the future to fight in this war which is I think 30 years in the future it looks like the probably the gist of the trailer is that they're going to try and end up stopping the war before it's started by jumping between the two times but it's got a real feel watching the trailer it felt like um Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. I was going to say it sounds a bit terminator as well. It does sound Sounds a bit into Terminator. the future to yeah. stop the war before it starts. Yeah. Okay. So, well, it's... Com- it's I said, it feel, it, the whole tone of it is like... Have you seen Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt? Yes. Yes, we've seen that one. Good. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels... Just the trailer feels like that. I don't know why. It looks like it could be a sequel to that. Maybe it is. Can I just point out, by the way, I've watched a lot of films You've and got, shows. Anthony's watched a lot of films, but the running joke of the podcast, Anthony... I know, but I, no, but this is the thing. It. We only seem to talk about stuff that I've never <laughs> seen, and I don't understand. What have you seen? Watched... Let's, stop, let's pause the podcast. What have you seen? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have, though. Like, I... I always talk about stuff and people like, I've never seen that. Have you watched all of these things? I know. And then when it gets to something mega important, it turns out I've never seen it. It's not that mega important. It's all right. Highlander is not that mega no, but <laughs> like, important. You've seen Braveheart. We're all right. I don't remember it. At one point, I thought there was a dragon in there, but it's not. <laughs> What's that one? The one with the dragon? <laughs> <laughs> the dragon in Scotland. Braveheart. No, I know it's not Braveheart. But at one point, I did think that the dragon was called Braveheart, and I got confused over them. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stop. And he's broke me. <laughs> anyway, anyway, as we get to Marvel news, we've got some interesting Marvel news. So we've got Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness news. Uh, it's all about Elizabeth Olsen. She's done a couple of interviews this week and possibly let a few things slip. So she did an interview with Explicker. And she said that every Marvel movie is unique and this one is sure to surprise fans. I can't wait to see your reaction, especially when it comes to the WandaVision part. So she didn't say Wanda's part. She specifically said WandaVision part. But however, we did already know that WandaVision was going into Doctor Strange 2. Yeah, but but I'm wondering, does it just mean that it's going to be, we're going to have Vision and they're going on about the twins and they're chasing the twins, which kind of is where... Or she goes back to get Agatha for something. 
She could do. Oh, I'd be so good if Catherine Arnold. Don't, because I'll wait. It'd be so, <laughs> so excited. It'd be so good. But I want. Do you know what I thought? Because when she said the One Division part, I thought it'd be really interesting to see if maybe to try and defend herself. Yeah. She tried her trying to pull Doctor Strange into the hex or into like a copy of the yeah, hex, yeah. and in just like not having any of it and just being like, it's far too. I'm much. just thinking like Wanda's in trouble, and then she just starts. She just breaks out with the rapiers, and it was like. I needed Agatha all along. Oh, do, do, do. That would be good. It wouldn't. It would never happen. I know it'll never it happen, be, it but it's just. I like. I like that. Love it. Uh, she also told the Hollywood report. This is probably why she's dropped herself in it a little bit more. Uh, she told the Hollywood Reporters Award Chatter podcast. She put. She said she has a. It's obviously talking about Wanda. She has a few fun powers. You know, telekinesis. She can travel between universes, and then science kind of like started. Trying to talk about something else really quickly, apparently. So she's potentially got the the ability to jump between universes, which is kind of a surprise if we're bringing America Chavez into it. Because I thought, she unless she teaches it. her, because it could be the thing. Because this this has been the thing with a lot of the characters in that. And I mean, you know, we we skate past Thor, past Thor, and we you know this is a big thing in in Thor Ragnarok is that he's actually got a lot more power than he ever thought, and it's only yeah. losing that hammer. That he's realised his full potential, um, and that's the same with Wonder. Like we've kind of discovered new things about characters as the time's gone on. Yeah. And I think if that's going to be the case, then it'd be perfect for someone like that to come in and teach Wonder that she can do it. Yeah. Or maybe it's Wonder's got the power, and she's jumping from universe to universe, and then like leaving the doors open every time she jumps from universe to universe. Yes. So they have. So that's why it's all going tits up for one yeah. of a better word and then they need America Chavez oh, to help, so to help sort of chase her, I chase her down and it's going to be good all these and the, the next one that we're on to Thor Love and Thunder News as well all these MCU films for the next phase are going to be brilliant so the uh, the Daily Mail got hold of some photos of a hidden set it's all basically been behind, been behind walls yeah. and it looks like they are going to be going back to New Asgard in New- in Norway oh, okay. they've got a whole set of that which isn't massively surprising because we know Tessa Thompson's going to be back as Valkyrie uh, and it's where we left them so it is where it, we it, wouldn't, it would make sense that we would go and visit them back again at some yeah. point but at the end of Endgame she said I've got big I make big big changes or big plans or something like that yeah. so in this there's one of the buildings is named Asgard Tours Aerial Sightseeing and then also we've got this theatre troupe back, haven't we? So I'm wondering, is she going to cause us to like open it up as like a big public, like a theme park? Yeah, maybe. It's new Asgard, so it's not going to be like a little fishing village anymore. It's going to be like coming, coming to the Asgardians with shows and what aerial tours on one of the flying horses or something like that. Yeah. Oh my so god, that'd be so good! It's going to be a flying horse, the Pegasus, 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 Pegasi, Pegasi. I don't know. I don't know what the plural is. Plural, Pegasus, Pegasus, Pegasus. Uh, we've got some what if news. The Direct has shared info from Disney's D23 magazine, uh, and it's basically confirmed that what if is going to be pulling from Spider Man Far From Home. Now, I read this at first and thought it's the new, the new one, No Way Home, but it's not. So, they're going to, there's, there's going to basically be something what if related to Spider Man 2 with like Mysterio and stuff. Oh, okay. And. A few the the report I've read is saying that this potentially backs up the rumors that Steve Rogers there's going to be a Steve Rogers version of Spider Man which we talked about a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. But I don't get why that would tie to Far, Far from, from Home because surely that would be what Homecoming. Unless or Steve not. Rogers became Black Monkey. 
<laughs> Night <My> monkey. monkey. <laughs> but do you know what I thought it might be? I'm wondering whether there'll be a what if Peter took over as Iron Man. And that'll be what Far From Home That'd is. That'd be quite so cool. Far From Home, rather than being Spider-Man, he now takes over publicly Because he sits and Iron plays Man. with the suits on the plane. Yeah. He made an Iron Man suit for yeah. himself. So I thought that'd be, uh, that'd that'd be, be quite interesting. Cool, um, on to something that Anthony hasn't seen. I don't think he has anyway. Modoc dropped this week. So I haven't Disney watched Modoc yet. Modoc, right. This is the problem. Have you watched it? I've watched the first episode. Okay. And we're not going to go into it in massive detail because in the US it's come out on Hulu. Yeah. And they've dropped the whole series on the 21st. I know, we're getting it weekly. We're getting it weekly because it's Disney Plus, which I think is a really bad move because people, I mean, I have literally only watched the first episode, but people are just going to pirate it. Yeah. No one's going to sit there and if, if anyone's If you don't have to Marvel, wait for it, why would you wait? Why would you? Exactly. And I don't think it's the sort of, anybody who's going to be watching it, I would imagine is going to be like a pretty involved Marvel fan. Yeah. Rather than just you know some you know random Joe blogs, yeah, yeah. so I think they'll go looking for it, and I just can't imagine that it's going to yeah, be particularly well for move, the rest of the series. It? Yeah, I mean the episode that I watched was good. It felt really like um, one long Robot Chicken sketch. Did you watch Robot Chicken? I have seen bits of it. Seen bit. It's good. Yeah. It's Seth Ro- Seth Green who does Robot Chicken. He's an executive producer on it. What so. Murdoch makes me think of though now? What? It's one of the bad guys off um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Crank, the one in the jar. Yeah, Crank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, does look it a makes bit me like think crank, of him. Yeah, it, it was. Do you know what? It was good though. Uh, it's, it's quite, it's quite full on. There's lots of swearing in it. Yeah, there's quite a lot of gore in it. Even though it's you know it's, it's cartoon, yeah. but it makes me and quite a lot of rude jokes as well. To be fair, but it makes me quite hopeful that even though it's not set in the MCU, it's Marvel. So yeah. maybe Deadpool won't be sort of too reined in when they do a Deadpool 3 because yeah. I know they said they're going to do an R-rated one but a little bit of me thought it's Disney it's not going to be like Fox did it yeah, but yeah. maybe maybe it will be and he'll be in that universe and then he comes over to the MCU well perhaps. I think at this point now with the the purchase of Fox and them starting up Star and stuff like that some of the stuff that they've got on there yeah Walking Dead's coming to, the, to Disney that's Plus what, that's what I mean like I'd, you can't then turn around and just decide oh no we're not gonna have yeah but you cannot include it in the mcu yeah you can you can choose not to and stuff like that but i just i just think it's a shame if that's the reason for it because they don't want more r-rated stuff no, I, mean. I just think if 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 disney are gonna go round and buy all these big things. boy stuff sorry but that's that's what yeah, it is essentially you yeah, isn't it yeah then you need to kind of have a department that does the big boy stuff yeah you can't, you can't, de- you can't like sensitize everything. But can you then tie it into the MCU, which is all? Yeah, PG-13. no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about tying it into the MCU. But I just don't think you should stop making a film because it's a bit too rude no. for the channel that you work with. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. That that's that's all I meant. But these, but Deadpool's going to be surely. You'd think Deadpool's going to be part of the MCU, so it's like, how are we going to get an an R-rated Deadpool? Yeah, that then plays nice. <laughs> Maybe in one of the multiverses, there's a Deadpool where every time he does try to swear, it just beeps him out. I wonder whether we'll <laughs> he'll start off in his universe and then end up coming over to yeah, yeah. to this universe where he's not allowed. And he'll maybe it's like the good comment. place, you know, um, where they can't swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like yeah, she's like, "Holy shirt balls!" Yeah, <laughs> that would be brilliant. I'd do that. I'm alright with that. Yeah, that'd be good. I like that. Um, before we get into Thor, then last bit. The Eternals trailer, so that was oh my God. I didn't I didn't see that coming. Just as it came out of nowhere, yeah, I no. that, thought I'd done all my notes for the podcast for this week, and bloody Eternals trailer dropped. <laughs> I had to squeeze it, squeeze it into shit. the middle. They just, as it appears, I 
honestly was just in awe. The ship. Yeah. yeah. The ship was really good. It was just, and then it sounds like we're just focusing on something that's very, very basic, but just the way it, the way it looks and came yeah. in came, it just looked really futuristic. It re- do you know what? It reminded me a little bit of, and I'm not trying to take away from it, it reminded me a little bit of Independence Day. Yeah. yeah. You know, when the first ship came into the atmosphere yeah. and like all the clouds kind of parted around it, its appearance as it came in was a bit like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And, but like to, to them, to the people who were seeing it come in, it is like it's big, yeah, it's, yeah. it's alien, isn't it? They've got no idea what it is. Yeah. What um, what what are you excited for the movie? Are you excited for the movie off the back of the trailer? So I I am not right. So I mean, I, I was quite excited for it in general, but I was kind of like, where's it going? What's it doing? I was the same. Yeah. And let's be honest, the trailer hasn't answered any of that. To be fair, no, it hasn't. It's but it's still kind of like so. So what is the storyline to the film? Like yeah. what what what's the the basic line of it? Like where where is it going? And we didn't get told anything. And then the first proper bit of speech that you get that's kind of less vague than anything else, you know, voiceovers and stuff like that, mm. is them all sat around that table. Yeah. And then he says, now that Tony and Steve are gone, what's going to happen with the... And I just, like, that was the point where I went, okay. So we're here. So we're here. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to... I wonder whether... It, I think it's obviously going to introduce us to the Eternals, but I think we're probably going to see them through multiple times. I think yeah. the trailer kind of gives that away to a degree, but I don't think it's just going to be like the story's going on now and there's like little flashbacks. Yeah. I really think that the, it's going to take us through like the whole thing. And we could potentially see like little nods to the, like we're talking about like Loki popping up in the background, the Eternals being in the background of things like the Avengers battle for New York and stuff like that. Sitting yeah. watching being like, nope, I'm not going to get involved. Yeah. I'm not gonna get and involved that's playing. what I think. I think we're essentially going to go back potentially millennia. Yeah. And watch them where the reasons for and why they step in to help yeah. certain races and then them have that argument of we can't step into this because this is their fight kind of thing. Yeah. And then it gets to a point where we're at Steve and Tony being gone. Yeah. And then they go, okay, now what? Is that why they have to step in because Tony and Steve have I don't think that that's why. I think it's more the fact that it was Thanos. Yeah. But I I just think like, um, because I think a few people commented on this. It's like she, because I think it's Salma Hayek talking, isn't it? Yeah. And she's basically saying like, we've helped them, we've helped humans evolve and progress and all that sort of stuff, but we've never interfered. But now we need to, we have to step in. Yeah. But if they didn't feel that they had to step in for Thanos wiping out half the universe, yeah. what the hell is this going <laughs> What is coming that they now feel, actually, shit, we need to step in now? Because it must be 10 times bigger and badder than Thanos. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think The only gonna... thing I can think with something like the Eternals, <clears throat> now, don't get me wrong, I've not read any of the comics. I don't really know who the Eternals are, what they're yeah. about. I kind of have an idea based on what we've seen so far. But my thing is, is it could it be a, a form of prophecy? No way. Like, I mean, with them being Eternals, there might be certain points in time that are fixed. Uh, that, yeah, and, yeah. It's, and it's something that is coming that we don't know about yet because it's too soon for us to kind of have any idea. But they know at this point that something is coming and yeah. we've now lost Steve and Tony. I hope, I hope it's Galactus. Do you? Yeah. Because I think we not Galacticus. Fact, no, not Galacticus. No, Galactus. <laughs> Maximus Decimus Galacticus. We're getting we're getting Fantastic Four. Yeah. And obviously he's a big he's a you know he's a big Fantastic Four villain. And I just think it we need to get some 
it needs to now be I don't know if we'll have it for years but it needs to be bigger than Thanos yeah not like physically obviously it's physically bigger yeah. but it, it needs to be a bigger a bigger threat yeah and I think we I would imagine that probably towards the end of the Eternals we won't get like a definite he's this is it I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if all that bit of it, all that information that we got from Sam Hayek talking there it's pretty much everything very, we very, no, like the very end of the film. Yeah. At the very, very end. So we're going to see them fight something else, which is their own. Villain. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, it's going to be like, right, this is your phase five bad guy. It's coming. Yeah. We're going to have to step in now and start helping. Helping. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I like you, I wasn't, I wasn't so much excited before this, but more intrigued as to yeah. see what it was. And like you said, it didn't really give anything away, but I got really excited off the back of that yeah. trailer. And I just thought this is going to be Absolutely brilliant. And I mean, the cast. It's like, look at the cast. You've got Angelina, seeing, just seeing Angelina Jolie standing there in an MCU movie is just like, what? what? How? How? I mean, I mean she's she's a big actress, like, but she just seems like... A she's been level. quiet recently as well. Yeah. Angelina Jolie, she's not done a hell of a lot. And I, well, I knew she was in it, but I just always had this thing in the back of my head that she was going to be in it for five minutes and she wouldn't really interact with everybody else. Yeah. But she's just there with the with the group, not even really leading the group. Yeah. I think she possibly is the leader, but she doesn't even look like she's like no. taking charge of the group. So that that's going to be interesting. We've got Salma Hayek. We've got I think it's Gemma Chan who was in Captain Marvel. Yeah. So it's multiple characters. Uh, Richard Madden and Kit Harrington, the Starks, both the Stark, two of the Starks in the movie at the same time, and then we've got Kamal Nanjiani as well. And there's there's there's, there's other actors and actresses in it as well, but. They're the they're the big names that that I sort of picked up on. Yeah. But again, it's a it's an amazing cast, and I just think yeah, roll roll on November. I'm really every every MCU movie. I'm now the more we see, the and more now. excited. And the worst some that I was like, like this was the, probably the one. And I know people have been raging about it, but this was probably the one that I was least excited about. Yeah. And now it's like I don't know if I'm more excited than anything else, but. I, I can't wait to see where it goes because I think it's going to set up. I think it's going to set up. Yeah, the the future. Definitely. So that's pretty much us for for news. Quite a bit of news this week. Should we get into? Let's just dive into, straight in. Should we dive straight into Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. We'll do. We'll do the usual. We'll talk. We'll talk through the movie because we're going to set aside like three hours because we're just going to basically quote every line from the movie. This it's is going to be so two close. hours of bad Korg impressions <laughs> from me and Anthony because neither of us can do the voice, but. Yeah, so yeah, get get ready for this. So obviously there are going to be spoilers. We've got <laughs> literally reading the first things I've got written down. I'm already giggling to myself. Yeah, so uh, there will I mean, be spoilers. the first five minutes of the. Brilliant. I've been falling for thirty minutes. It's pretty early on, isn't it? To yeah. Be fair. So we've it's directed by Taika Waititi. It's he's the I thought as well. He's the first. He's now the first Thor director who's come back for a second movie. Yeah, which is which is a massive thing in itself because we seem to just be jumping between. Yeah. Um, so it starts off. It's been two years since we've seen Thor. It's two years since Sokovia. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's been imprisoned by Sorta, Serta, Serta. We're going to call him, which is Clancy Brown from everything. You know Clancy Brown is, don't you? He was in Highlander. <laughs> I'll, I'll know the face. Yeah, you'll know the face. You won't know the face. You know the voice. He does. He, he, it's the voices. He was in. Oh. Um, he was in. Shawshank. He's the guard in the Shawshank Redemption. Okay, I don't remember specifically, but I have seen Shawshank Redemption. Clancy Brown, everybody, but everyone else will know who he is. So, 
Surtur tells Thor that Odin isn't on Asgard, and so Ragnarok's coming, uh, and then he's going to destroy Asgard. Thor escapes. He, be- he beats Surtur, and there's, there's minions. It's, it, but even that introduction... It's a, it's br- and then he heads back to Asgard. Yeah, it's just... I thought, just in the first like minute and a half, it's instantly a Thor that we've never seen. The Thor himself that we've never seen yeah. before. Like the lines is like when he's like when he's trapped at the start, he's like, "Oh no, Thor's trapped in a cage and all that sort of stuff." And it's like, "I know what you're not, thinking." Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and then he's like, "Surtur, you son of a bitch!" And it's like you never get him yeah. doing any any of that. And even the whole thing where he's just spinning and he's like slowly spinning around. Like, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. But we've never seen. Well, I know you thought there were bits of we said this before. Because bits of Thor one were funny. I think, I think the best way to like, and I know obviously it's been a lot of different direction and stuff like that because of the films and and who kind of took reins on them. But I think as a character development, we've seen the very serious Thor which from the beginning, work. which didn't work. But I think that he's dealt with so much just in what we've already seen from him that at this point. He's got a bit more comfort to it, and he can. He doesn't have to be the big. It doesn't, the big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he knows that there are others now that can take the reins as well. But he still kind of has that egotistical side, which is where he's doing the, um, you know, the the uh, the what is it, the strongest Avenger, yeah, and all of that kind of stuff. Like all he's of those jokes, ego. that that mm-hmm. is still there, and that's what I like about it. But it's he's made it that little bit more funny, and it's even and I'm. One of my t- favourite bits is the bit with him and Chris Pratt in um, Endgame, Endgame when he's doing that. Of course, of course, <laughs> like <Yeah>. that. <laughs> it's that, like it's that kind of humour, and I just think it's brilliant. I think it comes from Chris Hemsworth, obviously, because he's playing yeah. him. But it's ta- it's it's got to be it, that's right as well. Be, yeah, it's, it's he's taken the direction yeah. from Taika, and I just think it's like there's bits of between you know in the film where I've I've picked up on it more, but. Just from that opening scene, because we get that we get that fight where you like you know what you're getting everybody. straight away from that. You do, but I just like to think it's because it, when it when he has the fight, he absolutely destroys all Cersei's Cersei's minions. Yeah, and the, the music as well. We get we get um, immigrant song. Oh, which is brilliant! I love that song. But it's just like in the first few minutes, you've got he's turned Thor into a bit of an idiot because he is. Yeah. He's a bit of a goof, isn't he? Well, he's, but he's still an absolute badass. Yeah, and it's this like, is the thing. How do you right. get that? It's a very, very fine line yeah, to yeah. get a character who is an, a bit of an idiot. And the comedy, he's the he is the comic relief of the film. Yeah, and the hero. Yeah, you don't sit there and go, oh, you know, this this guy's an idiot, but he's managed to do it. It's yeah. Like he's powerful, and you respect him as the hero yeah. of the movie. And I think Taika Waititi has done such a good job to just find that get balance. It absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely spot on. But even like even the music with the title card. All coming up. I thought that was. I thought it was. It was just. I really love the eighties theme that goes through the whole film. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. It's all the synth music. Yeah, it's all touched upon the neon lights, the colours that they all wear. Um, yeah. uh, whatever the planet's called, Sakar. Sakar. That's yeah. it. Um, like I just think it's it's, it's brilliant. brilliant, and with the soundtrack that they've used, it, it just fits in perfectly. Yeah. And I also noticed that that music is playing when um, Thor's at his most comfortable because they play that song twice. Oh, immigrant song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do because they do it at the very beginning when he's in like stuck in place, and then obviously everything that goes on in between makes him question things a lot. And then when he realizes that actually he can do this 
the music plays again. I hope that's just his theme song now. Because I, I hope it's his theme song. I yeah, yeah. again. Yeah, at least at the start when he yeah. has a, uh, when he has a fight at the start, it's gonna be good. Him, him and the Guardians fighting with immigrants on playing just be absolutely brilliant. Well, if, uh, well, this this was the other thing I was thinking that will fit very well. Um, because you've got the eighty soundtrack that that the Guardians keep doing, and that's what I'm wondering with um, Guardians three. Because they played a lot on the fact that the first the first music was the tape from his mum, and the second yeah. one was the present that he got at the end of the first one that he finally opened. Yeah. So what are they doing with the third? All the music on the Zoom. The Yonder gave him. Shit! Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and obviously he's been to, they've been back to earth, so he could have anything. Now. Yeah, yeah. He could have an iPod now, do you yeah. know, or an iPhone. Do you know what I mean? It could be anything. Yeah. But so, I think it'll tie in really well with, with yeah. that kind of music. So he's, he's, again, so clever just putting those two yeah. together because it did have a very Guardians feel to it as well, didn't it? And but I, I, thought I, it I do it wish the they'd have called Guardians of the Galaxy three as Guardians, as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I do as well, to be fair. But I think there's got to be. There's got to be something more because did he say that at the end of Endgame? I think they did, and I just, w- I just thought it'd have been brilliant if they'd have played on it and called yeah. it, even if it was just like scribbled on. He's gone away. If Thor is or gone like scorched on with lightning or something. Yeah. The A, the A and the S or something. You know, something daft like that. I just gonna, think it'd be brilliant. I think it's got to start at some point with Guardians three. Or won't it be Thor first? Won't it Thor out yeah, first? Yeah. Hit the Thor as part, obviously part of the Guardians, and Thor, you know, taking charge when he shouldn't be taking charge. Yeah. I mean, like, we're the Asgardians of the galaxy. Quill will be like, no, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> You're not even part of the team. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, just kind of like fights past Thor's yeah. cape. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, something like that. Brilliant. So, so we go, we end up back on Asgard. Heimdall's no longer in charge of the Bifrost. Instead, we've got Scourge, who we'll talk about in a second. Carl Urban as Scourge is brilliant. Uh, and then we find Loki pretending to be Odin, and Thor obviously exposes him to the, that it's not really him. Scourge is brilliant. Scourge yeah. is, is hilarious. Every Again, he's like, he didn't have as many lines, but he was like... Even was, that first like, scene cool. where he's sitting there just trying to impress the two he's women. Like, this is my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all my stuff. I, I got these two genuinely... from, from Texas. I call them Des and Troy. <laughs> Put them together. Destroy. Destroy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sat giggling to myself watching it. It is it's funny. so good. And then I thought, obviously Thor shows up and he, like, he flies off with the hammer. And then he's just... It's like scared, he can do nothing but run. He's just like <laughs> jogging along. And I thought, again, because uh, Anthony Hopkins isn't it much, but Anthony Hopkins... Anthony Hopkins pretending to be Loki, pretending to be Odin. Yeah. It's brilliant. brilliant. And I never noticed I love just the way he goes, shit. Yeah, that, I never noticed it before. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's just, I, I never noticed it. I was literally sat in there giggling to myself. So, I so love, good. I love when actors have to play other characters being them. them. Yeah. Because they did it in Harry Potter with Hermione, with Bellatrix, yeah. didn't they? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, all of that kind of stuff. I think it's the so challenge. clever. And it just shows how good people are acting yeah like that immediate change you know that something's different yeah and i just i think it's amazing and Anthony hopkins to be fair he played it yeah absolutely nailed it we also get to meet the theater troupe at that stage as well <laughs> how they got matt, matt damon, damon. Sam Neill. matt damon is loki is brilliant i'm so glad he's coming back with all of them yeah so we, we get matt damon as loki we get luke hemsworth as thor and then we get Sam Neill as Odin, and it's just <laughs> absolutely brilliant. The whole the whole scene Sam Neill, fantastic. Man. Um, we when I also thought it was good when 
that and I've seen it hundreds of times, there's gifts of it all over, but the, the look that Loki gives when he kind of turns around and he kind of does like that smile as if they're like, Oh, it was only a joke. I was only kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and then Scourge comes running in out of breath and it made it Yeah, last week when we were recording the podcast, mm-hmm. I had to run upstairs or something and came like twice because of the kids and came yeah. right down and I was trying not to be out of breath while I was talking on the podcast and it just reminded me of that. <laughs> Because yeah. he's like, <sighs> like trying to get his voice out because he's just completely unfit from running along the whole Bifrost. Brilliant. Uh, so good. So, so after Thor's found out that Loki is is Odin, he uh, he takes him to New York. So they go to New York to find Odin. We get Doctor Strange's cameo, um, and he sends. He basically says that Odin's in in Norway and sends him there. Now, I was just gonna when I originally did the notes for this, I was literally skipping straight to Odin in Norway. But again, I've never really watched the whole Doctor Strange interaction. That's that funny as deep. hell as well. It's brilliant because yeah. I was properly trying to take it in. It's yeah. so good. The whole bit when he, even the bit, little bit where he knocks over the ornaments at the start and he's trying to like bumble back together and yeah, point yeah. through again, it shows that. And something I'd never it's noticed. The awkward length when it, because obviously it turns the hammer into the umbrella. Yeah. And then when he calls for it and then you just hear all the all smashing. smashing. Sorry. Brilliant. Do you know what? The, I, I've never <laughs> noticed it before, though. You know when he's doing all the teleporting? Yeah. And Thor's like, keeps just like quite not knowing where he is because yeah. te- Doctor Strange is teleporting. On the, I think it's the last one. And it's after he's taken, plucked his hair out. Yeah. And he starts doing the thing with his hands and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I'm always watching Doctor Strange's hands because yeah. it's all like the lights going on. On that last shot when he goes to the, the foyer of the Sanctorum. Yeah. Thor lands halfway down the stairs and rolls down the stairs. <laughs> I never noticed it before. He's just like on his arse, like rolling down the stairs. Because <laughs> he's just dumped him in the middle. <laughs> it was so good. So I never, that was the biggest shock moment of me watching this film. I just didn't see it happening, but I was trying to make, I was trying to take it all in. I was just oh, so crying, good. laughing to myself. And then we get the classic, the, the line of, of Loki, I've been falling for thirty minutes. When he comes, when he comes, I've been falling for thirty minutes. Brilliant, <laughs> absolute classic, but it works. Um, again, you know, such a small part. Doctor Strange was in it, and he he didn't really do anything particularly funny. No, did Cumberbatch, but he sort of he set up multiple jokes. Yeah, and there was just that complete flex in between the two of them, wasn't there? Of look oh, what yeah, I can yeah. do. Yeah, basically, and that's. That was something else that I really enjoyed. Um, but we didn't. It's like we've never. That's the first time we've ever seen them interact, and it's the last time we've never seen them really interact again. No. So, to ha- it's going to be quite interesting to see them them back. I know, obviously, Loki or potentially might be back after the after the series, but the whole Luke, the, Thor interacting with anybody now since Taika Waititi got all of them no. is brilliant. So they go to. So they go, end up going to Norway anyway. Um, Odin dies, and. After, that's after he's told them that Ragnarok is still coming, so Thor's not stopped Ragnarok. Yeah. And he tells them about Hela too, who basically just shows up instantly. Uh, destroys Mjolnir, which was, I think, well, it would have been nice At if we had seen it the time, was the biggest shock ever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know why they showed that in the trailer. They showed too much. In the, I mean, Marvel are normally good with the trailers, but we knew, we knew Mjolnir was going to get destroyed, and we knew Hulk was going to be in it. Yeah. At that scene. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of took took the surprise away but I think they I think they did well with but it. I think the the saviour is the fact that the rest of the film is so Amazing. bloody good that you kind of forgave them for for giving you those two points yeah if that makes sense yeah but Either. I also noticed in this one he calls it the hammer again doesn't call it by its name because you asked that question you said he never calls it yeah, yeah, he does, yeah, yeah. and he does call it his yeah, hammer he in does, this yeah 
Yeah, he does. It could, when you mean later when he's that, talking to Korg. When he's talking yeah. to Korg, yeah, yeah. More Korg, can't wait to get to Korg. We'll be there in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Loki calls the Bifrost and jumps into that with, with Thor, but then Hela chases them and knocks them out of it, and that's why they end up on Sakaar. And, and Sakaar. One thing I wrote down, which I thought was quite, again, because we are trying to do this focusing on Loki, but we didn't, yeah. we didn't manage it. When Odin sits down, he says, I love you, my sons. And it's not, it's like he makes it, it's like he's making a point. He, even though, like, all the shit he's had with Loki, he, st- he is still his son, yeah, yeah. and he loves him like a son. And it's just, you could see sort of, like, Loki's face was if, as if, like, shit. Yeah. Shouldn't have done, <laughs> Shouldn't have done all this shit to Don, because he does, even though I said, like, you're not my dad and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. He does, he does still love him. And I think he just probably saw, because we see like things that Odin's done, I think he probably just saw more of himself in Loki than, yeah. he, did in, than he did in Thor, to be Well, fair. yeah. Thor's kind of the black sheep of the family, isn't he? Yeah. Loki just is probably, well, now probably that we've not, met Hel- not as bad. Like, now that we meet Hela as well, it's yeah, yeah. kind of like, Thor's really, Thor's <laughs> really good, and Loki's pretty yeah. decent, to be fair. Well, essentially, Thor's his mum. This is what I, like, I've sat yeah. there and thought this. Loki and Hela are Odin. And Thor is much more his mum. Yeah. Now. But not yeah. He yeah. was more Odin at the beginning when yeah. we first met him, but he's now he's more his, like Yeah. Like not asked by it all by the being the king and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, no fair play. So Hela arrives in Asgard, she kills the three dudes, because we're not calling them what they're supposed to be called. Where's Sif? I don't know where Lady Sif no, is. No, I don't know where I Sif am, is. I think that, I think I think she's potentially coming coming back for Thor Love and Thunder, at least in a cameo. I think I've read that somewhere. It'd be nice. To, it'd be good. It'd be good to see it, but also, where have you been? Yeah, I know, yeah. Well, on, if you're such a big warrior that was stood by Thor the whole time. Doing missions on her own and stuff oh, like maybe. that. Because she was in Agent, I know it's not canon, but she was in Agent. But she died in that time because calling for the... The what? The... Oh, my words are not working because <laughs> all I've got it's in the head now is recording a podcast. Frostbite. And I know it's not Frostbite. The Bifrost. The Bifrost. She could have just called the Frostbite. Don't call the Frostbite. She could have just called the Bifrost. So, uh, <laughs> Hela, after she's killed the three dudes, she brings back her army and the giant dog. She makes... Is Fendris? Oh, I don't know. Uh, she makes Scourge her executioner too, and then Heimdall robs the sword so that she can't use the Bifrost to basically take over the world. I thought it was quite unacceptable man, by me of how happy I was when she killed Volstagg and Vandral. <laughs> I was like, yes, Hela! Get him! The thing is, though, you... You kind of love her straight away. Yeah, yeah. Like Kate Blanchett has this way of even when she's being horrible. Yeah. You kind of love her like for it, it in the yeah, in the yeah. same way. And I don't get why, because I don't think she's got much character to no, her. No, she hasn't. She's very like It's just the delivery of it and yeah. the presence when she's there. Yeah, like it's yeah, just yeah. impressive. Yeah. She's basically just come back and gone. That's my throne. I'm taking I'm it. it. Yeah. Whether not there's anyone to rule or not, it's my throne. I'm having yeah. it. I think. I think also that Taika killed those three to sort of wipe the slate clean. Yeah. And think, and we're we're going to try and distance ourselves from Thor one and two as yeah. much as possible. Yeah. Plus, yeah. I don't think. I don't think he'd know. Not the not, no disrespect to Taika Waititi, but I don't think he'd know how to use them because no. I think he would. He's he's had to change Thor's character so much to make him a bit of a bumbling idiot, but at the same time, the hero yeah. of the movie. And the only thing to really do with those three would have been to make him 
bumbling idiots. Yeah, like, they just wouldn't have been no. entertaining. So I think he needed to kill to kill them off. It just started to turn into the Lord of the Rings a little bit, wouldn't it? Yeah, a little if bit. Yeah. Did... I think Hogan did. Quite, I mean, I was quite impressed with how Hogan fought out because he like, he he survived a lot longer than the, yeah, uh, yeah. the other two, didn't he? <coughs> but um, but yeah, I think I think they had to get rid of them. I also thought it was quite impressive how she took out. She basically took down the entire Asgardian military. Yeah. on her own, including ships. But then, I mean, later on we do see that she pretty much took down the Valkyrie herself as well. She did, yeah. So that army would have been nothing in comparison to no, them. because they're all like, the, they're the elites, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So Thor lands on Sakaar. He gets captured by Valkyrie, or Scrapper 142, as she's called at that point, uh, who sells into the Grandmaster, <laughs> who we'll talk about in a second, uh, who ends up being Loki's best mate, new best mate, and then um, Grandmaster wants to use him as a gladiator. I think Tessa Thompson in this is brilliant. She's yeah. really good in the role. Like instantly, like two minutes in, it's just like yeah, yeah. Again, like like um Kate Blanchett, you just love her straight yeah, away. Yeah. She's just like you just know she's gonna be carry on going forward in the MCU for, for ages. Yeah. Uh we both talked about it before we started recording. The intro video that Thor has to sit through <laughs> to introduce him <laughs> to the Grandmaster is brilliant. I mean, where would you even think of do it? The thought of putting that putting that together. It's like the silhouettes of him like doing his poses and stuff <laughs> the in the background. There. And the music, the Willy Wonka not the Blue the Wars music as I said before, the Willy Wonka music. And then the yeah. end of the, the very end of it where it's like you are about to meet the Grandmaster in five, four, three, and two. He starts screaming and then all of a sudden he's just sat there and he's like Ah <laughs> It's so funny. It's so stupid, but it's so good at the same time. Uh, Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster. We've said this before again. He doesn't really have any. I mean, he's got lines. He's obviously got lines in the film, but I can't. There's nothing like specific that he says. It's just like you said. It's his presence. Do you know what the, the one that made me really laugh is because in this scene they bring the other guy in next yeah, to Thor, his cousin. Yeah, and then he uses the melt stick on the him. The melt stick. And then the first thing he says is, That's, it's getting on my shoes. He's just like, he's so camp with it. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it so funny. He's like, he's essentially running this entire planet and making gladiators fight one another. And you know, is, is, is it like, like Roman yeah, level, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing? And, He's just this campus hell guy that just loves bright colours and orgies. Like that, that know, that's the best way to describe it. I get the impression though that like a lot of it, and I don't know this. I'm sure you could do a quick Google. I got the impression that most of his performance was like improvised, probably just because like like when he says to her like, "What does that smell like?" and he, she says, "Burnt toast." It's like that just didn't look scripted because no. he starts giggling straight away after it. And <laughs> yeah. it's like he's clearly started giggling on set, and Tiger's just thought, "We can use that. We can use that. We yeah, can use yeah. that." And just put the whole thing together like that. But again, I think that's a, that's a credit to uh, to Jeff Goldblum. Should we talk about him then? This is the first time we meet we meet Korg, <laughs> who is probably one of the best characters of the MCU. I'm a little bit so watching good. this. I'm like, he wasn't in Endgame, you know. He should have no. he should have tagged along in Endgame because he yeah. would have been it would have taken away from the seriousness. Like, but every line on the pile of rocks waving at you. <laughs> <laughs> No one needs to be afraid unless you approach scissors. <laughs> just a little rock, paper, scissors joke for you. <laughs> Tell you this is just going to be me and Annie for an hour and I'll do Korg impressions. <laughs> he is so funny though. And Doug, poor uh, Doug. Tr- <laughs> tried a revolution, but didn't print enough pamphlets. <laughs> oh, my mum and her boyfriend, who I hate. 
sorry. Now you just run in this circle. It's more like a freaky circle. <laughs> freaky circle. <laughs> it's just so it's funny. So good. It's so good. Literally right. every single line that he every, has, every you line laugh at. is amazing. Yeah, like, it's, the, it's just the voice. Which is yeah. just Taika with Well, I actually bear. watched an interview. Ready for this? Um, and Taika basically said that when he was in New Zealand, you you sound you, like Taika with you, you know. Do I? You love it. So you stuck on cord mode. <laughs> when, when you go to the the clubs, yeah, um, they've got like these big rock bouncers, yeah, but then they've got these they de- like delicate, polite voices that are like cord, <laughs> yeah, and uh, they're basically the standing in the clubs and like. Uh, I might want to take it easy, mate. <laughs> so it's just like cog. I don't want to be rude, but like, Amazing. and it's that kind of thing. I and he said it's just so funny because they're so polar opposite, and that's yeah. what he wanted to to use when with cog. Which I don't know if I don't think in the, any of the trailers we'd seen or heard what no. he was gonna talk like. So no. I suppose now it's different, but I suppose going into it, you'd have been like, "There's a big rock monster," and then he yeah, starts yeah. talking like cog, and it's just like just itself. <laughs> Literally anything he says, like you just said, is absolutely hilarious. And there's there's, there's more to come, so we'll get back to more Korg lines yeah. in a minute. So we also see Hela bringing her army back to life on Asgard. Uh, we see we see the ceiling that she breaks, which has got all yeah. the pictures behind it of Odin. It just shows... I thought that was brilliant. He was like, such that's a, how they did it. Very clever, and very she easy uses, way. She, the, I, the, when she speaks to Thor later on, she says about the fact that he covers everything up. Yeah. And that's both... Physically and metaphorically, metaphorically, and I, yeah. I just thought that, that was brilliant the way, yeah. the way it was said. But it, it was—it just shows he, Odin was a bad. He was a bad guy, yeah, yeah. and he was worse than what like, he basically what Loki tried to do, do it didn't event yeah. tried to do in Avengers. Sorry, yeah, Odin accomplished. He took over. Yeah. He took over realms or planet with basically planets. But you just think he'd be like a bit more understanding then, I mean, and I get why he probably was trying to fight against Loki doing it because he probably thought I was wrong which is why I locked up Hela and yeah, I don't yeah. want him to do this but he probably just saw too much of himself yeah. uh, doing it um, I also thought it was quite interesting again talking about Taika like wiping the slate clean like, like getting rid of the, the, the Warriors 3 straight away going in and just pushing over the Infinity Gauntlet and going fake it's yeah. just because like, again it's like something we talked about right. saying like at the start was it supposed to be there was it what was it supposed to be and it's like he's gone through and used this film to like retcon everything and be like no that was rubbish that was rubbish yeah. get rid of that uh, I also there was a bit of there was a bit of Loki I mean it's obviously all the way through the film but something like a little bit where Loki goes to see or he doesn't go but he uses like his what, not what is hologrammy type thing what is it you know, astral projection. The, astral projection. That's it. When he uses astral projection, that's my well one. Done, that's my one really good input I'm for the day. Far too tired to be talking about words like astral projection. <laughs> he does his he does his ghosty thingy to um, to go and see Thor, and it makes you realise. I mean, he's a bad. It shows he's still bad to yeah. a degree because he's quite happy. He want his plan is <coughs> he wants to kill the Grandmaster, which is obviously bad. Yeah, he doesn't want to go and help Asgard. He's like, no, we'll stay here. Let Hela get everybody in Asgard. But I genuinely think he wants to do it with Thor. He's like, we'll rule yeah. together. And it shows well, he does care about his brother. He's he's still very much the opportunist. Like, that's yeah. that's what he's looking at in that moment. Sorry, my voice went weird then. Right. In that moment, what like what does he need and how is he going to survive? That's, yeah. That is front thought every single time. Yeah. It's, it's all about number one. But 
he has started to reach out to Thor a lot more than he did before. Yeah. And I think that that's like a massive, massive difference. He in, wants in to, how I he's... think, I think, because later on we see him betray him, don't we? And, yeah. I don't, and he says like, it's nothing personal. And I don't think it is anything personal. I think he'd prefer to do it with Thor. Yeah. But he's not going to let Thor not get involved, ruin yeah, yeah. what he's willing to do. But I think on the on the face of it, he wants to try and be kind of, kind of good. We get another Korg line as well when he disappears. Yeah, like, piss off, go. <laughs> piss off, ghost. ghost. It's just the way he goes and running he runs the wall. And just kicks the wall. It is so funny. <laughs> so good. Out of nowhere. It's just the so thing random. is, Korg wasn't in the scene. I know, you, didn't, you didn't even see him looking on or anything. <laughs> no. And then just suddenly he appears at this charge. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, so, so good. good. So good. So, the, so Thor gets uh, taken to, to the... The Coliseum to, to fight in the gladiator match. He recognizes Valkyrie, doesn't See he? See you later, new dog. That's just what Doug used to say. <laughs> another day, another dog. Hey, Doug. Later on. Oh, another Doug's one. dead. Later on. Later on. <laughs> so he recognizes Valkyrie anyway, and he asks her for help before fighting the Grandmaster Champion, who we find out is Hulk. The fight's brilliant, which we'll go through in a second. Uh, and that's when we see. Thor start to discover his the his prep power. for that fight though. Go on, let's so talk. I have to talk about it because it is so good. Thor's good in it as well. But go on, I know you're going to do the Korg. <laughs> <bit. laughs> when he talks, he tries to hammer. explain to him the hammer. <laughs> and he's goes, spinning really fast <laughs> and it pulled me off the ground. Oh my god, the hammer pulled you off. So <laughs> 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 we're not even drinking. We've both got glasses of water. <laughs> So I was not expecting that line. So good. Even though I You've knew it was it. there the first time round, I'd completely <laughs> forgotten. And then I heard it again. I literally had to pause it because I laughed so much. Yeah. It was so good. I'm seeing stars now. It's brilliant. And then thought thought no, nowhere near as funny as being pulled off by armor. But even Thor, when he's trying to like he's talking to Valkyrie and he's like, he finds out he's a Valkyrie. And he says, Oh, I, I wanted to be a Valkyrie when I grew up, but then I realised that they were all women. <laughs> Yeah. I love women. Maybe a bit too much, but not, not a creepy way. <laughs> it's just like, what have they done to Thor? You've just taken him from the serious, I'm in charge, to just a complete bumbling yeah. idiot. But then we go on to the next scene, and it's just like he's an absolute badass beating, yeah. the, beating the hell out of the Hulk. We've already said it was a bit disappointing that we, we knew he was coming yeah. at that stage. We get the classic, him going, yes, he's a friend from, he's a friend from work. <laughs> Did you know that was... We know each other. That wasn't that wasn't Taika with T.T. who wrote that. No, I know. That was the kid on yeah. Make-A-Wish. That's yeah. brilliant, that, isn't it? He's on Twitter just as the Make-A-Wish. Oh, the friend from work kid, I think he's yeah, got yeah. on Twitter. But again, that, that was really good. Thought Loki shitting himself when he sees... Yeah, <laughs> when he sees he's just like, I need to get off this planet. <laughs> I need to get away now. <laughs> it's not even just a need to leave. It's like, I need, I need to, get to get off this, this planet. That's <laughs> like, brilliant. And then when he starts smacking Thor around, he goes, yes, yes, look how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes back Thor goes back to it as well when he starts beating up the Hulk he's like you're embarrassing me I told yeah. them I told them <laughs> we friends, friends. <laughs> do you reckon that was that, that must have been improvised then because it's following on from a line that was thrown in I think a lot, I just get the impression a lot of this was improvised it's just so funny and then we see Thor we go from something again so bumbling and stupid yeah to Thor going like full power well not even full power just like a taste of yeah. full power well so we saw because we saw mm. it just in his fingers early first. on yeah early when, on, he was to, when Odin died yeah he was he got like sort of like and there was like fist. a little thing and I like that because it, it's starting to show that there is yeah. something there 
before he eventually realizes it's it like, properly it's himself. Go, going back and when he's trying, when he gets when he's in the chair and he's like, yeah. he's, he breaks out and goes, <laughs> like the, the grandma's like, ooh, sparkles. <laughs> Lord of Thunder, <laughs> but that I, yeah, I thought that was absolutely the way. He just like he just like completely manhandled Hulk. Yeah, it was br- just brilliant. And I said the way that he and it's the like the audience watching and they just went silent when he threw him the first time. Hulk. Oh yeah, yeah, because they're all thinking that Hulk's just going to obliterate yeah, him in dead two easy. seconds. Yeah. and it's just like oh, shit. it's a real fight. This, this one, yeah, this yeah. Is gonna be like, yeah, and even like the way that Grandmaster's like looking on and it's like he's like panicking. Yeah, because it's no one's ever yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no one's ever really gotten a hit in. It's they? all dugs, isn't it? It's just yeah. been a bunch of dugs, another day, another dug. But uh, after the fight, Thor tries to get Valkyrie and Hulk to help him again, but they won't. Uh, he ends up finding Hulk's Quinjet, and then Hulk ends up turning back into Banner, and he finds out he's been two years. This whole thing, this whole I think there's like two scenes, all the banter between Hulk and. I mean, yeah. Hulk's brilliant as well. How have they turned Hulk? And he's not even smart Hulk. Yeah. It's Hulk who's never really said anything other than pure God. Well, this God is the thing. Yeah, Hulk's into... had quite a transformation between his relationship with Banner and him because he's always been pretty much just Hulk. But yeah. there's more of a mind in, in Hulk so this time. He's so funny. He but it really starts funny. when he stands up completely ball ago. And so <laughs> it's like, it's stuck in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they start fighting, he's Hulk, Hulk's like, baby arms, your baby arms. <laughs> It's just such stupid, childish stupid stuff. Avenger but what and made me laugh Avenger. even yeah, what made me laugh even more was when he when Banner puts his hand on the on the ship, it then calls him the strongest, strongest Avenger. Avenger. Yeah, yeah, and then Thor's face is like because <laughs> he's called Point Break. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, dog. <laughs> I was, I was and then good. he dresses up as Tony. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, and the whole time his pants are too tight, and he's constantly <laughs> he's constantly pulling his crotch down. It's just brilliant. And then I thought it was good as well when the, when Thor throws that he's he's obviously trying to play this really cool when it's like Valkyrie says no she's yeah, going yeah. up and he grabs the ball and throws it at the window and it just comes back. <laughs> 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 oh, it's so it's so good and he, it's like we go from we we go from the dynamic between Hulk and Thor being hilarious and then as soon as we get Banner back it doesn't it changes completely but it doesn't change yeah yeah they've still got like a complete banter between them and it's the, the when he when he keeps telling each one that he likes the other one better like yeah you know what I mean I just think that that's dead funny as well because yeah. yeah. he's obviously don't even knows. like Banner yeah <laughs> don't even like the Hulk <laughs> he's all like oh fight you fight you and all that sort of stuff <laughs> <laughs> and he's like banner oh he's all like I like numbers and all like, that and stuff. the bumbling thing that you said about when he puts the thing over his head and Valkyrie's like you're not even covering your face like, I can do this with it <laughs> <laughs> it's just so That's pathetic so but it's brilliant it's so good so anyway so, so Hulk oh, so Hulk's gone obviously he's turned back into banner Thor's escaped and the Grandmaster's obviously fuming because his, his, his champion's disappeared so he orders Loki and Valkyrie to find Thor and Hulk we get that Valkyrie flashback, which we'll talk about in a sec. Uh, she ends up taking Loki prisoner and decides to help at that point. So they end up freeing the other gladiators. They steal the ship uh, and then they leave Loki because he betrays him. And then they all go, they fly through the devil's anus to go back to Asgard, which again is just <laughs> brilliant. So the, the Loki, the Valkyrie flashback, I thought was really well done. <coughs> very, yeah. very Zack Snyder. Yeah. It was very, only literally this second just thought yeah. of that. Very this the fact that it's slow all the way through the dark yeah. the great very like monotone color all the yeah. way through it 
did look like it was directed by Zack Snyder, but at least on this one we just got it for thirty seconds yeah. <laughs> rather than four hours. Yeah. Um, in like the Justice League, um, we get we see get help. Get help's good. Get help. I like, I like that get help. was improvised. That whole scene, you know, was it really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I am um, Chris and Tom. Just did it. It was just like, improvised. let's, let's do get help. That's and I'm like, what is that? And it's literally him just throwing stuff. Oh, like, <laughs> like, uh, get help. He needs help. Help him. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Loki, though, I thought there was a bit of development for Loki. So, yeah. the fact that Thor says, like, oh, I thought I thought the world of you. And yeah. it's like, he's never really, never really hated him. Just go, even though he'd said that, that he told Valkyrie and Banner about the. Uh, when he turned into a snake, he's like, I love snakes. And he jumped up, he's like, ah, and stabbed you and all that sort of stuff. And he jumped up, he was like, ah, and then he stabbed me. And I was like, he was eight. He was only eight. <laughs> so stupid. So, so he would, but he ends, as we've already thought about it, really, he betrays Thor, but he does say it's nothing personal. And I think, again, he would have rather ruled with Thor. Yeah. But he doesn't, if, he's, if Thor's not playing ball, He's yeah. not willing to, and I think we we get to the point where he changes towards the end of the towards the end of the film, don't we? So that he's like yeah. completely now on board with it, but it shows he's he's. I think he's still struggling with it. He wants to be good, but he can't. But he can't be good. Yeah. Um. Thor. I think Thor's kind of got onto the fact that that's where he is now as well. Yeah. Because yeah. he's just like he knew the he knew the betrayal was coming. Yeah. And it's like. Uh, yeah, we, so he just had yeah, the plan like, right, backed up ready. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna play if you're not gonna be like this, if you're not gonna help, then we'll just we'll just leave you here. You're gonna leave me here, I'll leave you here. Yeah. So it's as easy as that. Um I also thought it was good uh, obviously we, we get the it's my birthday in the in the ship, which we play <laughs> which we played the other week. Again, just yeah. ran, so random. But then I like, talk, talk I love about, the this is where he has his orgies and then he's like, I know but and talking about like Thor being bum- a bumbling idiot to being a badass, him and Valkyrie just jumping rip, from ship to ship, ripping them apart with yeah. their hands. With the like, apart, I think Valkyrie's got a sword at one point, yeah, but they yeah. are just ripping these things. They're spaceships, and they're ripping them apart with bare hands. And then obviously the, the devil's anus. They called the. And it got I'm coming thinking, up to the devil's anus. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it's you're talking about like R-rated and stuff like that. This is probably I know it wasn't obviously R-rated, but. This is probably like the closest to. It's quite like, risque for one of yeah, a better yeah. word. Yeah. Because it's like. It seems well, like there's, there's more swearing in this one than any of the Marvel films. And there's a lot of penis jokes. There's a lot. Yeah. And anus jokes. And anus jokes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. There's It's it's get, it's getting there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I, I bet this is probably like the closest one where it almost. Yeah, got, definitely. It almost didn't get the PG 13, I would, I would guess. So we go back to Asgard and Hela's found Heimdall and the Asgardians. Uh, and then Thor shows up to, to to fight her. We get Banner turns into Hulk again and fights the. I've written the big dog. I think it's called Ventress. The uh, Loki and the Gladiators. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Can we not just can we just what? hold off a second? What? When <laughs> when Bruce finally says to Valkyrie, "I'm going to show you what they mean," <laughs> and then he dives just... onto the bridge, but doesn't <laughs> change, <laughs> and he just you just hear dum dum dum. <laughs> And then the wolf just steps over so him and carries on. Brilliant. I laughed so much at it. It was so good. It's brilliant. And then, so Loki, so Loki and the gladiators show up. Thor loses his eye, but then he has this vision from Odin, and then that's when he goes on like full on, full on God of Thunder, not God yeah. of Hammers, God of Thunder, which is brilliant. So yeah, I've, I've written that banner smashing into the bridge. Brilliant, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Lo- again, Loki. So Loki rolls up, doesn't he? And he does that 
classic thing where he comes up and he's got his arms outstretched and he's yeah. like, your saviour is yeah. here. And it just made me think, he's not, he's kind of, he's good again at this point because he's jumping between. He's good because it fits for him. He That's just, the thing, I it? think he, ju- and it got me thinking this, I just, he just wants to be worshipped and yeah. he just wants to be the leader. Like the whole thing on Sakaar was he wants to take over from the Grandmaster and run yeah. Sakaar. He was happy and it got me thinking as well, he was happy, when he was running Asgard, yeah. He must have been running Asgard for two years. Yeah. At least yeah. two years. At no point, as far as we know, did he lead Asgard into taking over other realms no. or destroying anything. He was just happy. Just making the statue of himself. He, he was just happy being the yeah. leader. He just wants to be worshipped. Yeah. So he's back. He's, well, because but, he's, been, he's, been in a line, he's been in a line of royal blood his whole life. Yeah. But was, again, pushed to the shadows. You know, he was pushed back because everyone was better than him. And he was just completely overlooked yeah and he just doesn't want to be overlooked and it's it's that inferiority complex so that's why he wants to be worshipped so with him and that's, that's how i see it anyway. yeah yeah with him he just wants to be so he just wants to be powerful. somebody that's yeah and he's not even we, you know we talk about it in a bit more detail in a second but even when thor powers up the last thing we see before we see thor come down in the immigrant song kick off yeah, is yeah. loki smiling yeah and it's like there's no jealousy there no. at all it's just like that's my brother. Yeah. He's going to absolutely kick the shit out of these now. And yeah. I'm dead happy about it. Yeah, There's yeah. no like, oh, fucking Thor's coming in to save the day. Because yeah. he's got his place. He's happy. And it's like, he's completely gone over to the, Cause the he's, light Because he's now. saving he's the content. people, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's, Thor's he's going in to fight, but he's the one rescuing. So <clears> he's, he's he's got that power so he's, there. he's perfectly happy with yeah. it. And then that's when we see we th- see Thor doing the, doing the power up. Considering it's the second time we've heard the song in the film, yeah. it just didn't seem old or forced or anything like that. The whole I've watched this scene so many times with him powering up. Yeah, it's just absolutely. So it's such a good fight scene in general because you've got, I mean, you've got there's so much going on in this one this um, one yeah. fight. So you've you've got Valkyrie shooting from the um, from the ship. Yeah, um, you've got uh, Banner ends up changing because when he falls into the water with the dog, and then yeah. you've got Hulk fighting the dog. Yeah. You've then got Thor fighting... Right on the edge of Asgard. Right, yeah. yeah. You've got him fighting Thela, and then you've also then, I mean, late to the game, but then um, Serge. Scourge. Scourge, yeah. And Loki off. and Heimdall as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Like, and this is what I mean. Like, Heimdall, and then Korg turns up. Yeah. <laughs> you've got a ship? <laughs> Do you want to come with us? Do you want to come with us? <laughs> the whole, the whole just scene, so the whole good. act, and... The, the thought of putting the immigrant song over it yeah. just it fits so well it's just you know what the best the best bit is just that moment where it's very slow motion and it's just Thor coming down to the bridge yeah. and it's just the very start of immigrant and song and have you thought the fact like obviously being the immigrant song as well and they're all about to leave their, their country didn't even their think of that home no. planet like so that's what they all it's become that, they? I know but like it's good and, and I just think it's it's so clever like the, how the, it all mixes into one another yeah. I just think it's brilliant and specifically when Thor announces the plan was supposed to cause Ragnarok not stop it. Yes. And then Loki's response to that, because he basically says, that's that's mental even for me. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And I love that because I was like, he acknowledges he's crazy. Loki's like, <laughs> even I wouldn't have thought of this kind of yeah. thing. And, I, and I've been causing quite a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the, it also shows, I mean, it's, another, I, it's the next thing I've got written down, but it leads into it. It also shows this now. Loki's character development from to to in my opinion complete good because Thor said is basically saying you take you go and get the crown yeah you go and create right there in front of you the monster that's going to destroy Asgard yeah 
he's proper put Loki's properly putting himself in harm's way there. Yeah, yeah. He could have taken that ship and gone. Yeah. But he put himself in the right in the thick of it and yeah. potentially could have died to save Thor and Thor and the Asgardians, yeah, which yeah. just shows he's and the fact that he comes back at the end as well. It's like yeah. he could have got off. He had the Tesseract the whole time. Yeah. He could have got off with the Tesseract, but he's come back to yeah. his brother because it just shows he's, the the transitions complete. Yeah. And then spoilers for Infinity War, he dies <laughs> in the first two minutes. It's like. It's just I'm glad I'm glad we're getting the Loki series, but I'm gutted that it's not it's not that Loki. Yeah, because I think that Loki's character arc was. But perfect. then part of me thinks is Loki's journey always predetermined for him to end up like that. So do we? Good. Do yes. So do we get to see that transition all over again? But do you know what? It's, Which I think could be I think really William enjoyable I... because I think we we've enjoyed it so much the first time without getting as much of his story as we would like to get. Whereas this time the focus will be on him and that change. Well, I'm we're, we're I mean we're not even finished the film yet, but I'm I'm going back to news that I didn't put in it that I didn't put in the news this week because I was only about two minutes before we started recording the podcast and Tom Hiddleston's done a, he's doing loads of interviews obviously because we're yeah. in the build up to, to it and he said in an interview which I kind of think we already knew but he said to a degree he said that the role of the TVA who he obviously starts working for in Loki yeah is to completely determine the course of time and if somebody changes something off what their planned route is yeah. that's when they get involved yeah so you're talking about it like being fate that loki was supposed to become good yeah by him grabbing the tesseract it's taken him off that path yeah. so maybe the tva aren't really getting him involved as well as to fix the problems yeah. the tva might be stepping in because we need good loki yeah, yeah. and it's to turn him back from to take him from the evil Loki that he was in Avengers yeah, yeah. to to that, and I wonder whether that's yeah, I never getting... thought of it that way. But but then, absolutely... but then the other thing is, if 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 he's part of that, isn't he getting everything he wanted? He is, yeah, because he's going to be because the he can control time. Yeah, yeah, he can do it. Yeah, I can't wait for Loki. It's can like you? it's a bit like those. I mean, there's there's been films in the past. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head right now. But where you have a group of people who are who are popping into certain time points to fix things that yeah. are going off the path, like of quantum what? leap, and yeah, sliders yeah, that, and stuff. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So you sliders. know, whether it's going to be something like that. Yeah, I think. Oh yeah, I think. I think we might. Have, you might be onto that there. So we then fight, see. Uh, I was going to say Korg become king. Korg, Korg should become king. Thor becomes. <laughs> Thor becomes king. Uh, he reconciles with Loki. Real Loki really shows up as we've just said. And that bit before they head to Earth, and I thought something I didn't, I've never picked up on before. When he's sort of goes to the front of the ship and he sits in the throne, yeah, it's the music from when he came back to life at the end of Thor One. I was it, and I hated that music. I said on the podcast it was cheesy and shit, but yeah, it, it, I think it's been slightly tweaked. Yeah, but it just I didn't weird. It just didn't hate it. It just yeah. sort of fit properly with the yeah, yeah. with the with the moment. Uh, and then we get Korg again with Meek's dead. Meek's, <laughs> Meek's dead. <laughs> I stepped on him. <laughs> squished him, I think he says. Yeah. Squished, squished him on the bridge. <laughs> and he gets up and he's like, oh, he's oh, alive. alive. <laughs> what was your question, bro? bro? <laughs> My favourite bit with Korg on that is when he's like, as long as the foundation still holds, we can, we can <laughs> create we can this new place and rebuild yeah, it. a haven for people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. The foundations are gone. <laughs> It's so good. It's so, so, good. so funny. And then that's pretty much it. So we get we get mid credit scene, which is I don't even know if there's any talking in it, but it's Thor and Loki and Thanos' ship shows up. 
Yeah. And again, something I never noticed. I don't think there is any talking. It's literally just that just that's the ship. ship so and the up. size difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, massive. But Thor looks puzzled, for want of a better word, because he's not got any idea where it is. Loki, if you look at Loki's face, he knows full well who yeah, this is, yeah. and he is shitting yeah. himself. He's not happy at all. Yeah. Uh, and then we know why. And then the post-credit scene, the very last scene of it, the Grandmaster. <laughs> well done, well done. <laughs> Let's call it a tie. <laughs> Jeff Gold. We'll go off our separate ways. <laughs> we need, we need to get. I hope we get more of. I hope we get more of him. So do I. So in all, in all the film, I thought it's. Bri- I already thought it was a brilliant film. It's now up there. Is it's one, it's one, one of my faves. top favorites. Yeah, it's brilliant. I fact, I, we said this at the very start. I. I've never really struggled with Thor 1 and 2 and even Avengers to sort of focus on Loki. Yeah. And I've always seen Thor as the weak, weakest element in most in all those films, to be fair. It just, it felt like the first actual Thor film rather than yeah. just him being someone in the film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he, re- Thor himself, and again, we've said, Chris Hemsworth, it sounds Chris Hemsworth and Taika Waititi, he's, it's, he he was he was in my opinion the standout yeah. of the film and when you're considering the the caliber of the other actor I mean Taika Waititi is Korg Tom Hiddleston's yeah. great and everything <laughs> Jeff Goldblum Tessa, Tessa Thompson yeah it's for him to be the standout character in my opinion and even Kate Blanchett coming in yeah he was just he was absolutely brilliant yeah all, all and it just through. goes to show you as well that because <clears throat> because a lot of the time you hear people call actors bad actors over performance. And it's not it's, it's not. not necessarily down to that. I'm not going to say that for everyone because some people you like know this. my opinions about Nicolas Cage, for example. He's, it's just the right you know, it, Ghost it, Rider's <laughs> the right. It was just the writing on Ghost Rider. <laughs> but you can but you can see that the the writing or the direction and things like that can completely change something for for a character. But if you look as well, though, if you if you think about Chris Hemsworth's like career, yeah, think of I mean the bigger he's, he's in bigger films not bigger than MCU like but he's doing he seems to be a lot more more I also noticed that ever since the change in Thor yeah the other roles that he's taken he's been able to take the piss out of himself a lot more yeah but he gets yeah. more he seems to get but more he gets roles, more because like of it men yeah, in and black and like extraction on Netflix like, and... I think what we're finding nowadays is that a lot of actors who take themselves far too seriously end up not doing as well overall we're in a as different the people yeah. who and you know big things that have helped with that are things like snl you know yeah. people jumping in and doing that and just completely taking the piss out of themselves and it makes such a difference and it makes them more likable as an actor as well so you're more likely want to see them in, in something yeah. that they're going to do i mean you look for example and i know that it got slated but if you look at ghostbusters and chris hemsworth's character in that yeah. Again, like it's it's Thor, but even better. It is just because Thor it's no completely stupid. Yeah. Um, the fact that he's got a dog called Cat and all that kind of stuff, or whatever it is, yeah. like he's Mike just Hart. ridiculous. His yeah, name's not Ma- Cat. Oh, it's Michael Hart. Mike Hart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I bring Mike Hart to work? Although <laughs> 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 he's a dog. <laughs> that was it. That's <laughs> such a bad film. But that was brilliant. Do you know what? I I actually didn't hate that film either. Oh, I but did. but I just. Like, as I say, the fact that they can really take the piss out of yeah. themselves, it makes a huge, huge difference for me. But I think the whole film was about that. I found, like, something I, I wrote down after watching it, I feel like the film was very self-aware that it yeah. was a silly comic book yeah. movie in yeah. the way that it looked, the tone, the acting and the writing. Yeah. And I think if you, not necessarily to the same degree as this, but if you look at every 
MCU movie after this, yeah. they're all a little bit more self-aware. It's yeah. like they've taken... It's like even like... One it's like vision, being taken with a pinch of salt. It's like they've looked at... Yeah, they've looked at it. And it's like, look at like... Even down to like the costumes in the yeah. movie. Camp it up and make now. it that little bit more yeah, comic book but it's kind of... It's it, but it's... it's They've hit that perfect balance where it's not stupid comic no. booky like Ghost Rider. Yeah, it's aware that it's a comic book movie, and it's like we'll push it just as far yeah, as we can yeah. push it, and then we'll and we'll Let leave it, it there. Teeter on the edge. It's yeah, all yeah. been since since this film. Yeah. It seems to it was a turning since, point. Yeah, that and the the Guardian films. Because I, I think, think the, the Guardians, Guardians were the first started step. to introduce it. Yeah, and then this is Taika's taken the formula of the Guardians movies, which was almost. I mean, I love the Guardians films, yeah. but I think. It was it was ninety nine percent there, and yeah. Tyke has just gone. Ah, this is how you perfect yeah. that, and he's perfected it. Do you know what? God, for me, like Guardians two, the whole celestial storyline, yeah. and his dad, I didn't actually like that very much. Yeah, I don't mean. But I loved the film. Yeah, and I because I loved everything about everybody else. There was I had questionable moments with Mantis and stuff like that, but it was fun because it was starting to take this formula, and again. Take, so they've taken Drax just and made a whole film it. out of Drax's yeah. humour, isn't it? And yeah, like yeah. being being a bit stupid. But yeah, brilliant brilliant film. Loki I know yeah. it's not I know we've got two more films for Loki, but it's kind of the end of Loki's arc, isn't it? Yeah. We're gonna cover we're gonna cover Infinity War and, and Endgame, but brilliant film. Thanks, Disney. It's got I know, yeah, well done. <laughs> uh, but it's it's got this has got me proper excited for for Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, 100%. yeah. And me. I can't, can't wait. Cannot wait. My only question is because we've got Thor Four and then We've got Guardians three after that. Yeah. Are, are the Guardians going to be in Thor four? Yeah. Has, has that been? Yeah, yeah they're, all, they're all. They're all the Guardians are in Thor four. Okay. I don't know about Gamora, but I think everybody else, everyone okay. else has been on set. Nebula and everything. They're all. Oh, okay. Kraglin. Oh, really? Kraglin's been. Yeah, yeah. Sean Gunn's been seen on set as well. Yeah. yeah he's in. So they're all. Okay. They're all back. For I was it. wondering because obviously he leaves with them, doesn't he? So yeah. I was just curious but and the costumes look really comic but like the the star lord costume looks like like classic star lord from the, yeah, co- yeah. From the comics um like the blue the blue bluey jacket instead and so more like a bit like similar to the the picture i've seen he looks similar to like have an overcore dress yeah in guardians one so yeah that'll be that'll be really good should we do should we do we haven't, we've got a name for the segment, but we're not quite ready for it yet. No. So we're gonna we'll do the name we'll do the name next week. Yeah. Ho- yeah. Hopefully, but we're gonna go through listeners' uh, thoughts and theories. We've not really got that many theories this week. It's more more thoughts and opinions on on Thor Ragnarok. So we asked you on Facebook and Instagram because we're on Instagram Instagram this week. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram and Twitter to let us know what your thoughts were on the movie and or what were your favourite parts on the movie. And loads of you, loads of you got in touch. So, Anthony, do you want to do you want to go through them for us? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, our first one from Twitter was from Rob Herald of Galactus. Um, he said, "Hail Kirby," and he absolutely loved Executioner. Um, yeah. The reference to Kirby is obviously Jack Kirby, who was a Marvel artist. Um, he this was kind of the first movie that really kind of encompassed his style. Um, with I can't remember the name of the planet again. Zakar yeah. again. Yeah, I think they probably tried to get it on previous movies, but this was the movie that got it. Yeah, perfect. hit the nail on the head, kind yeah. of thing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And Scourge um, as well was and amazing. Scourge, yeah, it was just brilliant. And again, like you know, all the way through with him because we didn't really talk about him very much. He kind of he... had like a Loki arc, didn't he? Yeah. Well, no, I don't even think he... I think he enjoyed like the 
the, the stuff, the, the responsibility that he had because <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. getting stuff and he's getting gals and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then the second that Heather asked him to be executioner, he goes, "Yeah, I like the sound of that." But the reality of doing it, straight off, he he hates it, and you can yeah. see that all the way through. But it's the fear, isn't it? Because she could just take him out in a second. Yeah, if he doesn't do as he's told, she'll just so, she'll just kill him, which she does. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also on Twitter, we had a message from We Needed Roads podcast. Um, perhaps my favourite MCU film. Um, also, Piss Off Ghost. Piss Off Ghost. Amazing. Fab. Amazing. Um, and then um, we've also got Ethan from uh, 15 Minutes of Marvel. Best poster work of any single MCU movie, hands down. No, contact, uh, no contest. I mean, look at that. And yeah, I mean... He's it, got a picture. He sends us a picture of the Thor Ragnarok poster. It is brilliant. Yeah. Um, he's got the two swords in his hand. Um, he's got red powder flying on him. Yeah, best way to describe Even it. Even the main poster, the the main poster, the the yellow one where they're all yeah. on it, which I'll have put on Twitter by this point. The uh, the Loki Ragnarok poster that, that we made this week <laughs> yeah. as well. Um, then we've also got Laura Cunningham favorite moment definitely, and it's the um, your savior is here your from is here. Um, from yeah. Loki as he comes Brilliant. up. I love the fact as well with that that I don't know whether it's cloud or mist Sorry, or, or what. Sorry, just blown past that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, a cloud or mist or whatever comes past at like kind of breaks through and yeah. that's where you see Loki and um, I do you know what the the pose reminded me a lot of um the Titanic. No no the the Jesus yes. one and that's because obviously big religion thing. Yeah, like, yeah. that kind of Save stood you. out to me, yeah. Yeah yeah. So um got Paul Sears uh, on Twitter as well. Korg deserves his own film, make it happen Marvel. Yeah. Um hey man, we're about to jump on the ginormous spaceship. <laughs> you wanna come? <laughs> Do you know what we need? Mm, we it's need so funny. Disney Plus is the perfect opportunity to have a Korg yeah. series. Shorts, just Korg yeah. a week shorts, like a couple of five minute minutes. Episodes. Yeah, something I like that. I would not be surprised if when Thor and Thunder comes out, we get like six, six, so six Korg shorts. It'd be so. Do you brilliant. know what? Even if they did Korg shorts at the beginning of, you know, remember, you know, Korg. like Disney Pixar does all yeah. like the little shorts before the film yeah, starts. Yeah, yeah. Like if they did something like that with side characters just here and there, it'd be yeah. brilliant. Just one at the start of Thor yeah. and Thunder. Yeah. Be hilarious. Amazing. Um MCU and Me podcast. Um as a recent inductee to the MCU, I can safely say this was my favourite film. Uh, its tone just can't be beat. Uh where TT knows what's up. It does. Um I completely agree. I can't even argue with that. <laughs> um, then on Facebook, I'm only gonna do first names, I'm not gonna do last names as well. Yeah. So. Um so We've got Beth on Facebook who said we have got to address the fantastic play in Asgard and get help. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. And then, <laughs> but there's another one who's happy to take the piss out of himself. Yeah. After after that Matt Damon thing, yeah. I noticed he did a lot more roles where it's Comic. like, he. do you know he was in an episode of Will and Grace? Matt Damon. No. He was a straight guy pretending to be a gay guy so that he could join a gay choir because he was good at singing. Um, but he'd get drowned out by the other straight men and the gay men kind of loved it more Amazing. so he pretended to be gay to do it Amazing. so he's dead camp and stuff and then Jack finds out that he's, he's not really gay and he, it's really funny he takes himself he takes piss out of himself in um oh what's it um Jimmy Kimmel have you seen like the little I don't think I have you know oh, they've, him and Jimmy Kimmel have got like yeah. a, a joke yeah they hate each other have you never seen him no, no. I'm fucking Van Affleck 
YouTube. Oh, what YouTube? I'll look it up. If no one's seen that, just Google. I'm fucking Ben Affleck. It's brilliant. (laughs) I'll show you after the podcast. Okay. Uh, Then I've got Michael saying, for me, it's certainly between Kate Blanchett, who played the perfect over-the-top campy villain, which was a nice change from the very grounded serious villains we usually get. Completely agree. She's easily top three Marvel villains for me. I'd probably agree with that. Yeah. Um, Not much to compete with, like, there, but yeah, definitely. Um, I also really loved uh, Sir Anthony's little appearance. He sort of played his role of someone who knows he's dying and losing his faculties, but the last actions of his life were to help his people and his sons. Yeah. And I think that's what, like, we've also got to remember that Odin's now been on Earth for two years at that point. Yes. And all he's had time to do really is reflect. Yeah. And he's probably gone. Yeah, I was an Shit. arsehole. Like, I was a terrible, terrible person. Yeah. And the things that he will have witnessed in the two years day to day, yeah. Like on Earth, the little things that he would have not never all, thought not of. All and the boot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, he also said, can our fave thing also just uh, be just having Taika Waititi involved in the Marvel Universe? He made the Thor solo movies fun again. Yeah. Agree. Uh, Sean said, not to forget Valkyrie's intro, badass and hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, was good. we didn't really touch on that, but like, even like the whole, the yeah. whole like her foot drunkenly falling off the side of the ship. Yeah, and yeah. Sort of stuff, yeah. She was brilliant. Um, and then on our Instagram one, we got Davy A. Temmins, uh, a great Marvel superhero movie like the Gladiator version of Hulk. Casting Jeff Goldblum was a superb choice in my opinion. Doesn't take itself too serious and shows on screen as a cool comedic movie. Yeah, great. Jeff Goldblum is brilliant. Um, it's also got a Loki series theory on this one. Uh, this is off. Um, this this is was off. Nate, I think Nate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so he basically says that he believes uh, Hella will turn up in the series to some degree, That'd be good. Um, which would be quite a, quite a shock as well if they if they've kept it under wraps as well. Yeah, with it being Kate Blanchett, yeah, like if, yeah. they've, if they've kept that, um, it'd be quite interesting to see where that would go and the dynamic between them because again. They are quite similar and didn't at really... At the moment, anyway. Yeah, at the moment, loop, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he'd probably want to work with her and help her. Yeah, and we didn't see a lot between them two no. at all. We didn't get the opportunity. We, we got the fight during them going through the um, the Bifrost. We didn't and that was see, it. When you think about it, though, they didn't thought even Thor and Hela didn't have that much interaction. No, no. But yeah, not certainly Loki, who would have, who, like I said, would have pre pre his turn into a good guy yeah. just have been like yeah go on I'll do what you I'll be he would have just been scourged and just yeah, been like yeah, yeah I'll, do, I'll be your executioner I'll do yeah. whatever you want sort of thing so it would be quite uh, it would be quite interesting to see them a bit more interaction with them too thanks everybody for sending all your thoughts and theories we will have we will have a name for the segment next week and potentially a jingle yeah we might have a, might have exciting a it, it depends how let's see how it, let's see how it comes out <laughs> not 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 we, we've got somebody making a jingle for us it sounds brilliant so far but i've got to do something to it and i'll probably just kill it so we uh should we wrap up then yeah right so if you want to get in touch with us like everybody else has there with the thoughts and theories you can find us on pretty much all the socials so we're on twitter at superhero thing we're on Facebook, that superhero thing. We've also got a group on there, which is where the listeners on Facebook sent over their messages. Go and join the group where me and Anthony are always on there <laughs> chatting shit, basically. <laughs> having a, <laughs> yeah, having a gab, so feel free to chat shit with us. Uh, we're on Instagram as well. We don't really talk about Instagram, but we've had somebody contact us this week on it, so we're going to we're gonna sell it. So on Instagram, we're at that superhero thing on there. Uh, alternatively, you can send us an email if you if you don't want anybody else to see it and you want it to be a, a surprise for the for the podcast. It's info at that superhero thing dot com. 
Alternatively, you can just go to the website, which is thatsuperiorthing.com. All the social links are on there. There's also a contact us section on the website where you can leave a voice message. Yeah. And if you leave us any questions, thoughts, theories on there, we can include your voice message on the podcast. I will try and figure out how to incorporate some voice message, <laughs> but I'll, if, if we get one, I'll figure it out. We've also got the um, the TikTok now. We've got a TikTok. We have joined got a TikTok. TikTok. I don't know what TikTok is, but Anthony seems to know how to do it. So blame him. <laughs> to be honest, it's it's nothing dramatic. It's just a bit of fun, little yeah. bits and pieces. We're kind of putting some of our favourite scenes on there and stuff like that. Uh, little audio clips from from the episodes and things. Just a little bit of fun. So obviously, you can have you always got a specific. Is there a specific name or did he just say um, it's that superhero so thing? It's, it's that's it's. I can't remember now whether it's that superhero thing or just superhero thing. Um, but it's one of the two. Just check both. <laughs> I'll double check. Yeah, I'll double check it, and we'll make sure we've got it written down. We'll put, it on, week. we'll put it on Twitter. Yeah, we'll put it on Twitter. That's how prepared. That's how prepared we are. <laughs> As we said, uh, if you have enjoyed the podcast and you do enjoy listening to the podcast, please do leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, or to be fair, wherever you listen to podcasts, it really does make a massive difference. It helps us get discovered. It helps us get out there a little bit more. Yeah, and obviously get get new listeners to the podcast, and then next week. We will be wrapping up, as we've said, the Loki countdown. So we will be doing Infinity War and Endgame. I think we'll probably try and focus on the Loki parts more and then sort of skip through the best the best parts of the movie. Otherwise, yeah. we'll be here, we'll be we'll here be all, all day. And we don't want to be putting out a four-hour podcast. <laughs> we've not got time. So, uh, yeah, come back, for, come back for that. And then the week after that, we're into Loki. Yeah, exciting. I know. Exciting times. So I think that that's everything from me. Thanks very much for listening. We'll speak to you next week. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.